0: sound of hockey episode 155 we're calling this one the eric cernak episode why are we calling it that john okay a little bit of a deep cut
1: but he is a two-time stanley cup champion he plays for the tampa bay lightning he actually has 155 career penalty minutes how about Mm, that wow yeah
2: that doesn't feel like a lot.
1: <sighs> it doesn't, but he's not, you know, he's, he's not that old, so uh-huh. he's 24. So yeah, that's not a lot, but he's a big boy. Um, mm-hmm. He's a pretty good player, or he's going to have a pretty good career. He's, he's one of the potentials in Tampa, but yeah, Eric Cernak, All right. there it
0: is. There yeah. You go. Uh, hey, you know, speaking of two time Stanley cup winners with the Tampa Bay lightning, you know, who also is one of those? There's a lot of them. Well, yeah, yeah, but uh, Yanni Gord. And so he is a Seattle Kraken now. He's also in training camp, even though he's got an injury. We'll talk about that in a little bit. You know what I was thinking about, though? You know how Pat Maroon has won the last three Stanley Cups, but he did it with the Blues and then two with the Lightning? I wonder Uh if Yanni Gord is that guy, right? So two Cups with the Lightning, and then he comes to Seattle, and then he wins another Cup. What do you think? Uh, I like it. I I like it. Sounds good to me. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Uh, So this is Sound of Hockey. I am Darren Brown. (laughs) I am at Darren Fun Brown on the Twitter, joined as always by Andy Eide. Hello, Andy. How's it going? I'm at Andy Eide on the Twitter. And John Barr. Hello, John. Hello, everybody. I'm NHL2Seattle on the Twitter. And we are coming to you from Seattle It has been a big, big day. We are recording very late on uh, Thursday, so this is day one of training camp, and I personally am exhausted. Uh, I don't know about you, Andy. I am very, very tired. It is after 10 p.m. that we're starting this recording, so I might just fall asleep before this thing is over, but I hope that that's not what happens here. We will see.
2: I can also report that I, too, am tired. Yes.
0: Uh, so, I mean, it might not be the highest energy show we ever have, but we want you all to know that, you know, we're here. We're fighting through. We're doing everything that we can for you, our listeners, That's because right. we love you and we care about you. And we also, you know, we care about you so much, mostly because you write all these nice five-star reviews. And in fact, we have three go. of them to share oh, with you this week. Three uh, of them? Yeah. The first one Good comes segue. from Slapshot 11. It says, Whoa. Amazing Pod. Let's go it. In. long-time listener first-time reviewer i grew up playing hockey in the pnw then later had some seasons in the gshl and the skaha i don't personally what's the skaha john mm, that's snow king okay uh- Adult oh, hockey. League. Okay. Uh-huh, okay. I recently moved. I like uh-huh. I recently moved. To, so it's like hockey association, but with ska music that just plays the whole time. I think time. they call it Ska. <laughs> okay. More than it. I hear it called <laughs> Ska. I,
2: I, I, I this idea better. Yeah.
0: I recently moved to the Bay Area, and this pod <laughs> is a great way for me to stay connected to the PNW hockey scene, especially as the Kraken get going this year. Doesn't run too long. Looking at you, Puck Soup and Spitting and Chicklets. Okay. Well, we Ooh, we didn't wow. say that. We didn't say that. Uh, wow. And has some great broad hockey coverage in addition to the local slant no review would be complete without constructive feedback so here's mine uh oh Uh -oh. love the tweets of the week segment but it can be hard to try to find the tweets being referenced would it be possible to put direct links in all shows to the tweets in the show notes uh i didn't read that last line correctly but you got the gist Whew. you know it's interesting. I was just thinking the other day that like we do tweets of the week every week and I never ever hear feedback about tweets of the week. So I kind of thought that maybe people hated it and I was going to suggest turn it off by the yeah. time we get to the, yeah, it's of like, the oh, tweets of the week <laughs> are coming up. Now it's time it's to done. shut off the yeah. podcast, right? Yeah. You know, I've never had any kind of feedback on tweets of the week. So um, I guess this means that we keep it and we keep using it because Slapshot 11. It's one person likes it. Likes it. Yeah.
2: I don't know. Although, yeah. although Slapshot 11 apparently is claiming that we don't do a good a good enough job of describing the tweets because he would like to see them for himself
0: right but it's kind of like goalie gear corner where it's just like you have to imagine how incredible the goalie gear is but then I do usually put links <laughs> in the show notes of the goalie gear so maybe I can work on that I don't know it's it's another step in the process all these things take time Slapshot 11 I will hey, maybe you try thank I'm not you promising for the anything thank, thank you for the review thank yeah. you for the feedback thank you for the review thank you for the love we appreciate it uh, another Apple dev reviewer uh, which I guess that's just like the the default, right? If you don't have a name oh. in here. Uh, so the title of this one is at NHL to Seattle. So that's a little questionable, a little shady. It says yeah, calling out John. Uh huh. It says, "What is your intro Uh-oh. music?" I randomly dig it, and that's it. Uh, and then the next <laughs> one says, "Randomly dig it." Yep, five what stars. Cause twenty one. <laughs> It says, yep, great podcast, actually great podcast, but I think they mean podcast, catchy <laughs> intro music, catchy intro music, wow. phenomenal package here, gents. So interesting, so two, two separate.
2: Two thumbs up for the um, the intro music. Right,
0: two separate five star reviews uh, referencing the music. That's pretty cool. Uh, the music actually is original. It comes from a friend of mine named Corey Shilcock, who when we first started this podcast three years ago. Uh, I reached out to him because I know that he made just like music for fun on his computer. And I said, hey, can you make something with a hockey organ in it? And uh, he did that.
2: So (laughs) that's the story. I
0: dig it too. I got to say, I, I dig
2: it. Thank so. you. I still remember. I still remember when you shared it with us. and I was like, "Yes, that's that's it." Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, I, I <laughs> liked the organ, and the reason I, I thought of the organ. Do you guys remember that podcast called Biscuits that Down Goes Brown used to be on? Yeah. That's oh, yeah. The, yeah. Are, and yeah. And It started with a do, doo 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 do, doo 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 do, and then uh, had like a cool beat. I was like, oh, I want our music to be like that. That's awesome. Yeah. So, cool. And so that comes from. All right, let's get to the show, shall we? Uh, So Kraken training camp day one is in the books. Uh, I do think the biggest storyline out of today, Andy, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but seeing Yanni Gord out there in the red jersey, that really surprised me. I did not expect to see him on the ice with the team. Uh, He did sit out some drills, certainly where they were, you know, bumping into each other and battling and things like that. But he was going fast. Like he was, he was moving. So that that was I, I heard interesting he
2: been skating, but my, I assume that meant he was just you know out by himself, but mm-hmm. to see him taking part in a lot of the drills, and yep. boy, he he looked fast, yeah, <laughs> he looked fast and uh, when he when that shoulder's healthy, he's going to be something else. So yep. yeah, it was exciting to see him.
0: yep, Ron Francis confirmed that he is ahead of schedule too, so we don't know what that means, but I mean, you think about it for as fast as he was moving on the ice today, and we are what a month from well, not a month, we're three weeks from the season starting, right? Three weeks is a long time worth of healing, so you wonder if maybe you know maybe he doesn't start right away with the team but yeah well who mm-hmm. knows he they didn't give a real timetable but he said he'll be back before december right so yeah, um, that, yeah. And i we'll was see. gonna
1: say that was the original right is december so mm-hmm. anything yep. you know november ish mid-november that'd be awesome to yep. see him back essentially missing a month at that point
0: the other big piece of news uh, from ron francis is that the team is officially 100 vaccinated so that's exciting that's uh, we don't have any tyler bertuzzi's in the lot which is uh, <laughs> a good thing <laughs> uh, and andy i wanted to kind of generally get your thoughts from today uh john was not able to attend the, f- the first day of training camp but uh andy and i were there i wanted to kind of see what what your thoughts on it uh, were it, it felt cool it felt like a lot of people were saying it was like the first day of school which i would agree with in terms of like the mm-hmm. energy and the excitement but also next week we're not still in school right we're we're still watching <laughs> hockey that was always the thing about the first day of school was that you're like okay i'm going to school this will be great get to see friends uh, all that good stuff. But then you remember, like, three days later, you're like, oh, crap, I'm still in school. That that sucks, right? <laughs> That's not how training camp is. So, anyway, what all were right. your thoughts?
2: No, you know, a couple of thoughts that, that that kept coming back to me. One is, and I wrote up a little bit about this in my preview, but it, this, this is what made it feel, like, 100% real to me. Like, everything mm-hmm. else was exciting. Like, oh, man, it's coming, it's coming. But then to sit there in that, in that rink and that, those bleachers and, like, watch a team practice. That it was the coaches. It's different than the captain's gates. I went to a couple of those, but this was different. It was more intense. You had fans there. Uh, and just having the coach, it was, it was just like we're actually watching an NHL team that has Seattle on their on their jerseys playing. It's, it's actually here. Like, this is it. It's, it started. And then just the overall, like the speed. And, you know, I've seen a lot of junior practices. And Darren and, and I went out and saw the world junior team, which was fast, but this is a whole nother level. Like, every guy is fast. Every guy's got a shot. You know, some are obviously higher-end shots than others, but it just was really cool to watch just the, the how they move and how fast everything goes, and, well, you know, I got to say this to Haxtell, like, it, it, there was no waste of time in that in those practices. It was like, this drill, this drill, this drill, this drill. Uh, it, it was really well run, and so uh, it, it, if you haven't, if you get a chance to go out, I, I recommend it. it. It's a fun time, you know, people are doing drills, which may not seem exciting to everybody, but just watching those guys skate with something else.
0: Yeah. I mean, eventually they'll get into some scrimmages and stuff too, which would be mm-hmm. a little bit more fun for the fans. Uh, the way they did it today, at least they had two separate sessions. Uh, and that's because there's what 44 players, yeah. I think in camp. So too many for one, <laughs> for one, for <laughs> one practice. So they split it into two squads. And then, uh, interestingly, they did sort of the first half of practice on the main rink one. And then, mm-hmm. uh, rather than resurface halfway through, they actually just switched over to the other rink. And at that point they sent the crowd out, uh, uh, and they finished yep. the practice with just media watching instead of the public uh on rink 2. So I thought that was that was interesting. Um and then they did the whole process over again with uh with the other group. So uh but anyway, yep. like you said, you know, very exciting day. It was it was a fun thing to watch um just to kind of be around it, be a part of it. I wonder how we'll feel three weeks from now when we're still sitting there watching practices. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it was it was cool. It was just it, it couldn't be more real than it is right now. It was a hell of a day. So uh, like I said, I'm <laughs> exhausted, but it was great. My favorite moment today, Andy, before we move on from that, uh, yep. we had you and I were sitting there at rink two and they were doing this little battle drill in the corner where they just kind of dump the puck and then two guys would go fight for it. One would come out and shoot on the goalie. And Carson Soucy and Alex true those are both big fellas and they were up against (laughs) each other. And we were chuckling that there was this moment where they, they seemed to be comparing who had the longer hockey stick. And (laughs) I leaned over to you and I said, look at this, just a classic stick measuring contest here.
2: (laughs) Both like six, five, both really large. And yeah, they were, they each were holding their sticks right next to each other, getting, they were in line to do the drill. So they, they're doing that, and then two, you know, five seconds later, they're in the corner fighting for the puck like pretty aggressively. So it was a pretty, pretty funny juxtaposition there. Yeah.
0: I appreciate getting a big chuckle out of you with uh, the stick, my, my joke there. <laughs> <laughs> Other Kraken news from this past week, and yes, there's a lot more stuff coming. We have preseason uh, opening on Sunday in Spokane. Uh, we have lots more practices. We have lots more preseason games, so... Plenty of coverage from good old soundofhockey.com and the sound of hockey podcast. Uh, but the other cracking news from this week, we had ebug tryouts, which uh, both of you were at. Andy, you were covering mm-hmm. it. John, you were actually shooting pucks. I feel <laughs> like, John, you could have pulled some strings to get me into the tryout. I, I don't oh. I don't know. I don't know what happened on the to back launch. end there. No. To participate and try out. Even if I didn't have a chance to make it, because like clearly there were some much higher level goalies there than me. But I bet I could have held my own and I bet it would have been great content. So you really missed the boat on that one. I'm I'm a little sad that you didn't figure out a way to get me into that tryout. That's all I'm saying. All right. Do
2: you have an answer for that, John?
0: But please tell me about the event that I didn't get invited to. How great was it?
1: Man, the event was so cool. Yeah. Cause, cause there's a lot of There was a lot of goalies there Uh, that there was free ice cream at the end of it. Yeah. Uh It was great. No, but there was, there was goalies (laughs) there that I knew throughout the years Mm -hmm. and To see them like in this tryout, because it wasn't an open tryout, you had to be Mm -hmm. invited. And so all these goalies were invited. There were nine of them. Invited. Should I say that a couple more times, Darren?
0: If there were nine goalies, they couldn't squeeze in one more to make it a nice round 10. They had to do nine (laughs) goalies.
1: All kidding aside, it was really awesome to see these goalies go through that experience because all of them were. I don't know if they were nervous, but they were they were really excited and, and like living a dream. Like you had Andrew Allen, the, the goalie coach for the Kraken, kind of running the practice and kind of running the drills. And they did a couple cross ice games. So and it was just nonstop with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> goal is getting peppered and the skaters just not taking a break. Right. The goal scores. They just take it out of the net. Go go down the ice chute. Um, it was it was a lot of fun. It was just a neat fun experience for everybody involved including me as a shooter i just thought it was really cool that it kind of and for one you know andy you did a great story on this earlier in the week agreed um which was awesome yeah, because i think it's just such a cool story i mean it's so unique and you kind of cover this in the story the the e-bug or the emergency yeah. backup goalie that is just such a, a unique experience to hockey Mm-hmm. And so read about it if you didn't read it yet, because it's, it's really cool. Anyway, I, I, I just had a great time out there and it was just, it's more like seeing the goalies kind of go through it and, and kind of having a blast doing it and, and yep. participating.
2: What, what I liked is that the email, the invite went out Friday and talking to one of the goalies, he said, so, you know, once I, once I calmed down about, I was getting this chance, I thought, okay, what do I got like a month here to practice and get ready? And it was like, no, try out Monday, Friday, yeah. and Monday. Yeah, He's like, for like sure. forty-eight yeah. 48 hours after not playing for 18 months. I like had 48 and, hours to get ready. And the beer leagues are
1: kind of in a lull right now. A lot of them are like have been on a bye, so a lot of those goalies probably haven't been on the ice in a couple of weeks anyway. So a kind of a tough position and just get shelled in this three-on-three format.
2: There yeah. was probably a lot of hammies getting iced
0: the next week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, John, uh, I'm glad you guys had such a great time. I would like for you to please... <laughs> get off of my lawn. Uh, and while oh. you're getting off of my lawn, maybe just grab some groceries and just walk right out, which is what you can Ooh, do at climate good pledge segue. arena. Okay. I don't know if that's a good segue. I All like right. that
2: one, Darren. You, you have my support in that
0: segue. Thank you for your support, Andy. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know if you heard about this. Did you hear about this? You heard about this one guys? Uh, so yeah, at climate pledge it. arena, they have uh, the Amazon just walk out technology. Now, if you've ever been to the Amazon ghost store, uh, you literally can walk in grab something and they have technology to track it. You just walk right back out and then it just charges your credit card. Um, and actually they are adding the palm reading technology too, which they currently already have at Whole Foods, at least here in Seattle where you can just put your palm over the reader and then you have your credit card attached to it and it reads your palm and charges your credit card for your groceries. So you never even have to take out your credit card. So you can scan your palm, go into the thing, grab your stuff walk out and it'll charge your credit card. Or if you don't want to set up your palm reader thing, you can scan your credit card on the way in, grab your stuff, walk out, it'll charge your credit card. So brilliant, brilliant stuff. I mean, we've all stood in line for concessions for Mm -hmm. hours, hours and hours of our lives at sporting events (laughs) over the years. So the idea of being able to just walk in and grab something, not even talk to anyone, get out of there, get back to my seat is the most exciting thing that I think they've come up with. Of all the cool things that they've come up with, this might be the coolest thing that that the Kraken have come up
1: with. This is the
0: coolest thing? I mean, maybe it's like the hockey team, but close second. Other than that,
2: I feel like I'm a little bit ahead of my time because when I was about nine years old, I tried the Amazon, just walk out at Mm -hmm. a a convenience store with a candy bar that I didn't pay for. I just took it and walked out Mm -hmm. and I got caught. Right. And I don't understand why you didn't see that. I was just testing out this new technology that's going to come. And down the were road. you?
0: Was this like a? I'm too young to understand what paying for things is, or did you know what you were doing,
2: Andy? Oh no, I knew what I was doing. I was uh, nine or ten. It was, I was old enough. I had a whole routine. It was. It was good. Wow! So I got caught.
0: That's kind of messed up. I'm consorting with a known felon right now. Yeah.
2: I don't think it's a felon. Okay.
0: Because it's only a jail. We'll, we'll
2: see. We'll see. Next next week I got. I got grounded. I
0: replaced. I got grounded. Yeah, does that count? When you get Wally pipped next <laughs> week. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. Other pieces, the Kraken are apparently selling jerseys. Did you hear this? You hear about this? Uh, they're going really well. Uh, <laughs> Greg Wachinski. Oh no, no! Tell re- us more. Reported this week, you can buy a they're selling really well. How well are they selling? So Greg Wachinski reported this week that uh, they are actually selling so well. In fact. That uh, it's the the best sales of any new team ever, and they are blowing Vegas out of the water uh, with ah. jersey sales. So that's pretty cool stuff. Take that Vegas. Yeah,
1: yeah, I like it. I was actually, I actually went to uh, the practice facility where they were having that. They kind of put on this like mega store where you could get all those jerseys, and there was people lined up hours before it was opening um, yeah. to get their jerseys. Damn. And I think a lot, a lot of the, the numbers are some of them that have already sold out. So mm. it's kind of slim pickings right now. I, I'm sure they're going to replace them. I just don't know how quickly <laughs> will, yeah. But, that's, yeah. But, that's the but, thing
0: that's funny about it, right? Is that you, you would line up really early, you know, to get there, get the first Jersey. And then you look around, and you're like, "Oh, everyone has a jersey. We all bought jerseys." <laughs> There's a lot of jerseys out there now, uh, so it's it pretty cool to see. It. Yeah, that's They're pretty right. amazing. Exactly.
1: So you know I, I don't know if I told you guys this. So well, I'm going to Vegas uh-huh. for the game uh-huh. for the game one, and uh-huh. then I'm actually extending the trip to Nashville for game two. I got a Cali crook jersey. Oh, not cool. thinking I would be in Nashville, but I think I'll be I'll be received really well in Nashville because I'm wearing this former Nashville Predator, mm-hmm. but as a Kraken. So I think they'll be like, oh, that that guy's just a Yarncroc fan. Right. Yeah. He might be from Nashville, right? right so right. anyway, good stuff. I'm I'm kind of excited uh, to wear my jersey. The only time I really wear jerseys is to literally go into the games. Uh, so I waited in line and got mine early to have it just sit there until – <laughs> until i wearing it at a game. But hey, I am going to Spokane, so I'm going to go wear it there too. Are,
2: are you flying to Vegas, John? Of course I'm flying to Vegas. Which airline are you going to be flying there to? I, I really bet. hope it's Alaska Airlines. I oh, I, I bet you Darren has some information about how your jersey <laughs> could help you get there.
0: Wow. Did you guys plan that one out? It sounded so natural.
2: No. I know it was totally <laughs>
0: Yeah, line. totally
2: natural. Uh okay, Fine. so yeah, Alaska oh, this, this is Andy. Alaska, Alaska Airlines. Airlines. John, <laughs> if you
0: if you wear that jersey, did you know we're we're Okay, first of all, we're not sponsored by Alaska Airlines. <laughs> no. I just want to point that out cuz it sounds like we're doing a terrible commercial. Uh but, but they're doing this sale. promotion. Yeah, they're doing this promotion where if you wear that Kali Yarn Crack uh Seattle Kraken jersey, while you're board while you're getting on the plane you get priority boarding so how about that when you're when you're leaving from Seattle I absolutely love this promo uh-huh. like
1: it's so cool for one <laughs> yeah. it gets people wearing jerseys out in public getting on planes so i love it love it
0: and our last little piece is uh they have the national tv broadcast schedule is out uh and the kraken will have 13 nationally televised games including i think they're on is espn or espn 2 for opening night in vegas and then they have uh espn plus uh and hulu so i believe for the it, yeah home it's, opener.
1: E- it's espn for the opening game in las vegas the first game ever for the seattle kraken what's also interesting though is that the home opener is on espn plus and right now i'm not sure how bars will get espn plus unless they download the app and have a subscription so i'm like a little worried about this because i think a lot of people want to go out to the bars even if they're not going to a game mm-hmm. and making sure so if you're a bar owner for one you can you know Sponsor the podcast, yes. uh, but for two, reassure us that we can watch the game at your establishment. So, for the home opener on ESPN Plus,
0: yes, if you're not going to the game, of course. But um, that's, yeah, that's I, right. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm curious about that as well. And I also, I mean, because if you're like if you're a cable subscriber, that really leaves you out in the cold, doesn't it? Or does it? Can uh, you get it on Root Sports? I don't know. i uh, not a fan no, ESPN, no, so. no. I mean, it's that ESPN is that plus. Is... It's not. Uh, That's right. It's oh. it's a separate so it's a subscription. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's a separate subscription. I mean, no, this is serious business. Honestly, like, I want to make sure we're not misleading people. I ESPN don't know. Plus, I, actually, I don't know.
0: No, I'm <laughs> telling <laughs> you. Okay, tell me.
1: So, ESPN Plus slash Hulu, because it's also on ESPN Plus is also available on Hulu okay. for free. You'll be able to watch all these ESPN Plus games. But if you just have a cable, a traditional cable or, you know, satellite or IPTV subscription and you have ESPN, ESPN2 and ESPN News and all that, you will not get to watch these ESPN Plus games. Mm. So ESPN yeah. Plus, I've been a subscriber for a long time. And they have a lot of content, a lot of content up there. They even the last couple of years, they've had NHL games on there. It's just there. It's like uh it's kind of like logging into Amazon Prime and, you know, there's TV shows, there's live shows and all this stuff. So really check it out. Uh I do anticipate ESPN plus having all the preseason games um, that are available anytime somebody's. Airing a preseason game across the NHL, an ESPN Plus subscription will get you access to that game. So oh, okay. uh, the ESPN Plus is quite the value if you were previously getting your NHL content through NHL.tv. So keep that in mind
0: because you're going to get all the out-of-town games as well. Okay. Well, you're right. That was serious business. And you know what else is serious business?
2: What's
0: that? Negotiating NHL contracts. Uh, oh. So speaking wow. of which, uh, Kirill Kaprizov, my guy who uh, – I don't know if we ever talked about him on the podcast before. I, I, but he's, I've never heard of this guy. Once. I think yeah. once. He's a good yeah. player. Uh, he plays for the Minnesota Wild. Uh, there was a period of time where we thought maybe he wouldn't play for the Minnesota Wild because they couldn't get him to sign his, uh, his contract, and he had threatened or somebody had threatened, maybe through his agent, through the media, whatever, that he might go back to the KHL. Uh, well, he did, in fact, sign mm-hmm. a five-year, $45 million deal, which is quite impressive considering he's played fewer than 60 NHL games. Uh, he is making $9 million a year on average. That's good. It's interesting because this stalemate lasted a long time and Michael Russo reports that this exact contract or a very, very similar contract has been on the table for like a month. So uh, it took him a long (laughs) time to get it done, Uh, but they did finally get it done. A fun fact about this one, apparently the way that it shook out and everyone kind of expected that he was still in Russia and so he was going to have to quarantine. They didn't know his vaccination status because if he got vaccinated in Russia, that doesn't count towards the NHL's protocols or whatever. So... Everybody assumed that he was going to miss p- at least part of training camp, right? And uh, all of a sudden, Bill Guerin, general manager of the Wild, gets a text from Paul Theophanes, who is the agent for Kirill Kaprizov. Guerin texts him. He says, okay, I can't talk right now. And Theophanes says, you should talk to me, step out of your meeting, whatever. So Bill Guerin steps out of his meeting. <laughs> he says, okay, it's time to get together. Bill Guerin gets on a private jet, flies to Florida, which apparently is where Kaprizov had been like hiding out. And they signed the contract, which had been on the table for a month or whatever. And then he's just like good to go. And uh, so today he was skating by himself because uh, he needs like one more negative test before he's officially cleared to play or to practice with the team. Uh, But he is there. He's in training camp. He's not really in quarantine or anything like that. He's vaccinated. Uh, So I guess there was some thinking ahead that was happening. And uh, wouldn't you know, the deal is done. Uh, Fascinating cloak and dagger stuff happening there from Kirill Kaprizov and his agent. Fascinating. Really
2: fascinating. But it also means that Kaprizov will soon be appearing at a climate pledge arena near you. That's right. And you will
0: enjoy seeing him play and probably scoring some goals. So maybe you won't enjoy that part so much. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Other folks that signed their contracts uh, with serious business, as we say, uh, Nolan Patrick... 2 by 1.2. Ooh, you know what? Is this a uh is this a new segment? Serious business. We'll think about it. No. Nolan okay. <laughs> Nolan Patrick. Oh, 2 by 1.2 million. A segment. Kyler, yeah, exactly. Kyler Yamamoto 1 by 1.75 million. Elvis Merslickens, big deal here. Signs a contract for 5 years at $5.4 million. Wow. Uh Robert good Thomas. Good mula. Uh, yep, yeah, the guy from uh, Matchbox 20, he goes back to the St. Louis <laughs> Blues 2 years, 2.8 million. Rasmus Dallin back to Buffalo three by 6.0 million and Cal Peterson three by 5 million. And I just mentioned the Buffalo Sabres and speaking of the Buffalo Sabres, holy cats, what has happened Ooh. there, Andy?
2: Well, the, we've talked about a little bit about the Jack, Jack Eichel saga about him wanting a, a surgery on, on the, the a disc in his neck. And, the Sabres not wanting him to have that surgery because no hockey players have that and it it's very unknown or uh, you know it's not clear how what, what kind of recovery he'll have from that. He's obviously been one of their best their best players and was their team captain and second overall pick in 2015. So it looked it looked pretty ugly. It looked like he wanted out. I think he made it pretty clear he wanted out of Buffalo. They wanted to trade him, but he is in training camp with the Buffalo Sabres because no deal to move him has, has been struck. He failed his physical today or yesterday. I think the Sabres. Consoled him by taking the C off his jersey, just ripped it right off. So he's no longer the captain. So it's a it's a pretty messy situation in Buffalo right now with Jack Eichel. Yeah, you know he
0: said it's a, an issue with a disc in his neck. You know what this is? Mm-hmm. It's a classic disc measuring contest.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, we had a stick amazing. measuring contest earlier <laughs> and now we have a disc a disc measuring contest.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. Great, guys. Yes, you, uh, see that correctly. you know what this means though, is Jack Eichel is probably not playing in the Olympics this year. Um, okay, I don't see how he, you're,
0: you're he right, the NHL. you're probably right. I also, uh, I, I mean, that's not the first thing that jumps to my mind, but uh, you're, you're probably right, and he would be a big piece of a team USA. But what, what's the
1: first
2: thing that jumps to your mind?
0: I, where is he going to play? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Discs. Can they trade
2: him? Is he healthy? That, I mean, I, if you if you feel you need a disc replacing your neck, it doesn't feel like you should be playing NHL hockey. But right, yeah, the whole thing is weird and messy and and weird and messy and weird. Yeah,
0: uh, I I don't know. I, I you're absolutely right, John. It would be a huge loss, of course, for Team USA. But uh, it, it feels like there's more pressing issues right now. Which is a when is he going to play? Will he play? Who's he going to play for? Those are the things that uh, I mean that feel he, there's
2: for. no way he can play for Buffalo, right? I mean, it, it seems like all those bridges have been burned, but. What are his options if they don't trade him? Right. Well, Sit out.
0: they were hire. asking like a huge bounty for him. Yep. And like, we don't know if he's healthy, right? Like who's going to trade for a guy, <laughs> you know, that's that costs $10 million. That uh, is, I, I don't even remember what they're asking for, but it was like many draft picks, uh, a couple of mm-hmm. strong current players uh, and like some future. Play- it was a lot that they wanted. And it was like, yep. well, but he's not really healthy. And also he costs $10 million. So nobody's going to do that. Um, so it's a, it's an odd situation. Well, nobody has
1: done that. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> has, <I> mean, yeah. <laughs> you're right. this is how
2: negotiating works. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So, yeah. well, yeah. And right now the Sabres are kind of calling us bluff a little bit, right? Like, yeah, well, you are in camp yeah, my, right now. We didn't my, trade in, you.
1: And my point about the Olympics is this stuff has existed. The stuff that you're talking about has existed for the last four months. Yes. So, yes. so this yes. isn't a surprise, but That's if true. he were to have the surgery earlier, three months ago, he could play in the Olympics. So now it's like the time's run out. Like he doesn't have as much uh, runway to have the surgery, rehab, and start playing again. So
2: that's to me the unfortunate thing. Right
1: it's now, fascinating.
2: Right it's, now. it's fascinating to see what's going to happen to him here because if healthy, he's a talented player. But no one knows if he's going to be healthy. He's he's trying to get a surgery that no hockey player has done before or had before. Well, but athletes done. have
1: done it before.
2: Yes, so that's it's a good not point. Like yeah. it's yeah. it's like voodoo, right? Yeah. He's it's not, not yeah. To, it's not
0: <laughs> you got so excited about the Jack Eichel conversation. I
1: don't even know how that happened. Uh, I don't, we're don't dealing know. with a lot
0: of crap right, it's, right yeah, now. You, you know, a
2: lot, I got a lot of balls in the air right now, guys. Yeah, this is, uh,
0: <laughs> this is serious business. That's what it is. It's serious business. Yeah, yeah that's right. New segment. It's definitely a nice soap opera to
2: watch. And yeah, I'm cool. kind of glad it's not happening here.
0: Uh, speaking of injured players, Evgeny Malkin is missing the first two months of the season. Uh, that's not great because we already know that Sid, the kid, uh, he's not really a kid anymore, but Sidney Crosby is dealing with a, I believe is a wrist injury, right? That was going to keep him out, we think, just six weeks, so he'll probably be back relatively quick. Uh, Obviously, Malkin is a big loss for the Penguins, so we shall see how they get past that.
1: Do you know when the Penguins play in Climate Pledge Arena?
0: Uh, I don't, but I know you mentioned it like last week, and I should have... Uh, made a mental note at the time but I don't remember
1: early December so oh, that
0: means Malkin, no
2: Malkin probably won't be available we'll have a Sid but not a Malkin but we will have a yeah. Gord
0: also a Gord uh, okay it is time for our segments and our first segment is everyone's favorite segment which is
2: Goalie Gear corner. I need to this? clarify everybody. Yeah, what's, it yeah, is. What's the of everybody is exactly what I was going to ask.
0: <laughs> it's fun to have real crack and goalie years to talk about. Uh, now, the Chris Drieger setup, uh, it's been all the rage online, and uh, I don't believe that we have had the opportunity to really talk about it. But we did talk oh. to Joey Decord about the mask. You might recall that uh, Drieger has Davy Jones on his mask, and Decord actually kind of shared that with us even before it mm-hmm. was made public that uh, Drieger was going to have Davy Jones on the mask. So uh, I felt kind of cool that I did that as like a scoop in the weekly one-timers post last week. I kind of alluded to uh, the facts that it was going to be Davy Jones on the mask even before Chris Drieger shared it. So that felt like a pretty
2: big moment for me. What did you learn today about what's on his mask Yeah, his I learned
0: that you're right, I learned at training camp because uh, I asked him actually during the media scrum what happened to Grogu uh, or Baby Yoda because that was who he had on uh, his Florida Panthers mask. I said, you know, that's kind of a heel turn to go from Baby Yoda to Davy Jones. Uh, he said, actually, Grogu is still on the mask. He's just on the back plate now. So uh, he shared No way, the, yeah, really? Yeah, so yep. he said that, you know, Grogu, he said this at the expansion draft too, that Grogu is a good guy to have in your corner. Uh, and things went pretty well when he had him on his mask before, so he decided to keep him around. Pretty good stuff. Oh, that's awesome. But the main part of the Goal Gear Corner, of course, uh, that really took the world by storm is the uh, pads and the blocker yes. and glove, which, I mean, I don't even really... Like, It's it's almost perfect. It's almost mm-hmm. perfect. It's like... He took the Kraken logo and turned it into a picture and put it on his pads, and it's it's so freaking cool. If you haven't seen it, you got to look it up. You probably have seen it, but, uh, man, outstanding stuff here from Chris Strieger. I could not be more proud to have that set of goalie gear on my Seattle Kraken. So, And, uh, and I can done.
2: report that those pads look better in person yes. than the pictures that we've seen. They they are they're, they're sweet.
0: They're beautiful. Uh, and those are Vaughn, okay? You know how we feel about Brian's setups? those mm-hmm. are Vaughn and they're they're close to perfect even though they're Vaughn they're they're really really outstanding. so uh, well done Vaughn well done Chris Stryger, uh who apparently was very very involved in the design process of those. Uh, we also have a you don't see that every day. this one comes from the KHL again. wouldn't you know <laughs> <Yeah>. again. <laughs> What is they, going on in the KHL? I don't know. They always seem to come from the KHL. There's all this wonky yeah. stuff in the KHL. Uh, it is interesting, though. Uh, this player, who is this? I, I don't know who it is. But the player gets knocked down, like crushed from behind. Oh, yeah, pretty and, rough hit. And he, his reaction is to turn around and kick the guy who hit him, like, pretty hard. And he hits yeah. him in the shin pad. Nobody gets hurt or anything like that. But. The guy who does the kicking then gets a game misconduct for kicking. So the KHL tweets, knock, knock, who's there? Game misconduct, penalty for kicking. And the second clip, as the guy's getting <laughs> sent to the bench, his coach knocks him on the helmet, like a that kind of a thing. wake up,
2: wake up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? Knock, knock. You're kicked out because you just kicked a guy. Uh, that's pretty funny stuff. That's and, great. you know, this man, this KHL... Uh, Twitter account the KHL English is, is so funny because you can tell that it's like it's somebody who speaks English very well but I don't mm-hmm. think English is their first language and so like sometimes it just comes through in a way that's like that doesn't quite make sense but <laughs> it's funny anyway so anyway I love it it's a great account if you don't follow it and uh, don't kick guys when you're playing hockey so okay. that's the more You don't see song. that every day. You don't see that every day. Uh, we move on to our weekly one timers. <laughs> Our first weekly one-timer, the 2022 Tim Hortons NHL Heritage Classic will feature the Toronto Maple Leafs against the Buffalo Sabres at Tim Hortons Field. And let me tell you, the Maple Leafs are going to be a real pain in the neck for the <laughs> Sabres, aren't they? Oh, wow.
2: <sighs> this list also will be a disc-measuring oh. contest.
1: <laughs> It you know what's interesting be. here is is the uh, <laughs> Buffalo is actually appearing in this Heritage Classic. Usually yeah. it's two Canadian teams. Well, I mean, so. Buffalo is
0: basically Canadian, right? It's like a
2: suburb of, of yeah. Toronto
0: yeah, of Canada. It's a suburb of Canada. They they <laughs> okay. have a lot of okay. Canadian fans, right? Cause doesn't okay. the, yeah. no, I'm serious. Does not doesn't the uh, broadcast carry over the border there? I, I think it does. I think they get a lot of coverage yeah. uh, in the, uh, in the greater Toronto, Ontario area. So,
1: but, uh, but last time I checked, Buffalo is not in Canada. Is that correct? Technically correct. it is not. Technically you are. <laughs>
0: technically. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Technically. And,
2: and <laughs> last time I checked their fans do not like Toronto or the Maple Leafs.
0: Uh, yeah. So, I mean, but it'll be a cool matchup then, right? I mean, it's so close, yeah. such good proximity, uh, and they're playing it. Oh, where is Tim Horton's field? What's that?
2: I don't know. Oh, I wondering don't know. That
1: too. That's a good question. That
2: must be. <laughs> is that, like, it it must be in, in Toronto, tomorrow. right? Is yeah. that where, like, the, the Alouettes play or whatever they're called? The, I know the, the soccer team, maybe. The Argonauts. The Argonauts are there, is, the it CFL team. Okay. It is, in, it is in
0: Hamilton, actually. Oh. It's a multi-purpose oh. stadium built as a replacement for Ivor Wayne Stadium. Uh, oh, Tim Hortonsfield yeah. oh, yeah. is primarily used yeah. for Canadian football and soccer is wow. the home of the Hamilton Tiger Cats of the Canadian Football League.
2: You know, so a fun fact, I have seen the Hamilton Tiger Cats play football. That's that is a fun, fun
0: fact. Wow. That's I drove
2: up to Vancouver and saw them play the BC Lions. Mm-hmm. It was a fun game.
0: So here's okay. a
1: fun fact that Hamilton is actually between Toronto and Buffalo. So. Mm-hmm. There
2: you go. Yeah, that There's makes a lot of sense. There. Yeah. makes a lot of sense. And there was a time that they tried to get an NHL team up there. They they were in, they were in the hunt like 20 years ago. They thought they could. The get it hunt. Out. They
1: literally purchased yeah. the Nashville Predators, and then the courts struck it down.
2: That would have been a lot of NHL teams in a close proximity to each other if that had happened. This
0: has been a long winding road of a single weekly one timer. Yeah. <laughs> Our next weekly one timer. <laughs> This one, hopefully, will be a little bit more straightforward, but Zdeno (laughs) Chera is he's taking a long and winding road as well in his career. Uh, And wouldn't (laughs) you know, it led straight back to the New York Islanders, uh, where it all began, which is interesting. Uh, It's Pretty funny, John. I saw a tweet you put out the other day of, "Hey, look! I did a Photoshop of Zedano Chera in his new Islanders uniform, and it was just like a picture from his rookie year. So that was that was clever. Good on you. Well,
1: yeah, I thought that was pretty cliche too. I was like, oh, this is, everyone's probably done this already. I didn't see so. it.
0: I didn't see anybody else All do right,
1: it. Cool. All
0: yeah, well done. I chuckled. Uh, and so that's my tweet of the week. Our next. Weekly Wait, one time. Uh, week? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
2: I'm going to, I'll take it. Okay. Did I fall asleep for 30 seconds and miss like a bunch of stuff? <laughs>
0: uh, no, but I, I did the next one and John hasn't done the sound effect yet. So I'm waiting for that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, We're falling apart. The, man. It's late. Yeah, I'm we telling are. you, it is late. Yeah, true. It is yeah. late. The Arizona coyotes are bringing back uh Kachina on their sweaters. The Kachina. Can you say on their, their Kachina sweaters? full time uh and so that's going to be both the white and the dark jerseys and we did see the white jerseys get revealed this week. They look great. Uh they look quite similar to what they used to have back in the day. Uh so I don't know if there's really too much to discuss here, but I know that well, fans have been clamoring for the Kachina to be full time and so they did it. So good for them.
2: It's it's a sharp jersey and it's going to look great on those borderline NHL players that's on their roster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Man, wow. that's brutal.
0: That was a zinger. I mean, you're right. Arizona's going to probably stink pretty bad.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, hey, speaking of uniform changes, you know how I complained all last season about the blue pants and the blue gloves on the Colorado Avalanche? Yeah. They, added blue, the uh-huh, they added blue numbers <laughs> now. So little by little, they're uh, just going to turn into Smurfs. So give it some time. That's what's going to happen in a few years. <laughs> okay. Our next There's weekly be all blue. Blue uh, on blue. one-timer. The Montreal Canadiens get the NHL Entry Draft for the third year in a row. Uh, congratulations <laughs> to them. Quite, nice. <laughs> quite the milestone. I don't know if any team has ever done that, have they?
2: Uh, probably. Well, I don't know. When The NHL Draft used to start like in a boardroom, or, like the Hilton in, in Toronto or something, so... I don't know how you count that.
0: Uh, okay, so really they're getting it for the third time because they haven't actually hosted it yet, being that uh, <laughs> there's been a pandemic going on and it yes. keeps getting delayed that they're going to get to go to Montreal. So that's the bit. We're just making a joke. Uh Fingers that, wraps crossed. Up, uh-huh, that wraps up our weekly one timers. We close the show with our. Oh, hold. Whoa. <laughs> Jeez. What is going on? It's like a. It's we'll sound of like, hockey at night after dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, like a yeah. high school play <laughs> where like the scenery is just like falling down. Yeah. You know, uh, we close the show with our highly regarded from that one person Slapshot yes. 11 tweets of the week. Uh, Andy, your tweet of the week.
2: I, I just want to say that I had to change my tweet of the week at the last minute because I had a really funny career off one. But then it got outdated because he signed. But okay. just so you know, uh-huh. so this is a brand new one that, that just before the show I saw. This comes from noted curmudgeon Ken Campbell. Oh, yeah. We used to write for the hockey news, but now I think he has his own Substack thing going. Mm-hmm. He tweeted out the Arizona coyotes are having 22 theme nights this season. I know they're having trouble attracting fans, but giving away players seems a little excessive. And he includes uh, an excerpt from their, their calendar, their promotion calendar. And on Sunday, January 2nd versus the Dallas stars, it's pucks and paws night. The coyotes will be celebrating their furry friends on pucks and paws night. Fans in attendance will receive a player and a pet calendar. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Is, it, is, this be, is this thing on? Is this thing on? I think it's supposed to be player and pet, like the player is holding a pet. Uh. The way they wrote that. It's a little funny.
0: Okay. Uh, John, your tweet of the week. So this one's
1: a two-parter. Uh, the first part comes from Emily Kaplan, ah, friend of yeah. the pod. F-O-T-P. Uh, ESPN.
0: Yeah. Oh, you know what? By the way, she started a new podcast with Linda Cohn, also a friend of the pod. And I listened to the first oh. episode, and I loved it. I thought it was it was really awesome. They had Stephen Stamkos on. Uh, it was really, really fun. So give them a listen. Is it, That's
2: called, a, is it called friend of the pod? No, it's <laughs> called <pod>? uh, <laughs> in the crease.
0: But uh, friends the of the crease. pod might be... Might be a better name. No, but yeah. it's it's really good. Honestly, I, I genuinely, genuinely enjoyed it. And uh, I was chuckling a little bit. And uh, the interview with Sam Kos is great. So congratulations to those two. OK, carry on, John. So interesting
1: about that podcast. It's actually had three incarnations. The first one was with um, Pierre Lebrun yeah. and somebody else who was working for ESPN. Then... Emily and Greg Woshinski did it for a while. And so then it was shuttered for a year. And now Emily and Linda Cohen are picking up. I think this one's gonna pick up because ESPN is now covering hockey full time. So, you know, Emily and and Linda obviously are awesome. So give it a listen. I haven't listened to it yet, but I I will. Yep. So uh, (laughs) Yeah, what are we talking about? Tweet of the weeks. Okay, yeah. Emily Kaplan says, talk to an NHL player tonight ahead of training camp. My GM made it extremely clear to us, get the shot or you're screwed. Mm -hmm. According to NHL, more than 95% of players are vaxxed. The Columbus Blue Jackets fired a coach and disinvited a player to training camp because they wouldn't get vaccinated. This other guy, Patrick Powell, responds according to sources, it's the first time Zach Ronaldo has passed on a cheap shot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. That's pretty good. That's, that's, good. that's, pretty that's good. a singer. That is Funny a singer. true. Yeah. <laughs> My tweet of the week comes from the New York Rangers. Uh, they tweeted out a video at their media day of they have Keandre Miller. Alexis Lafreniere and uh, Philip Keitel talking to each other (laughs) and they hand a picture of uh, the the Britney Spears, like from her original album cover that was like, everybody knew this album cover, at least in my, my generation, my age, Uh, everyone knew it. And (laughs) Keandre Miller holds it up and and says, who you guys think this is? And Lafreniere looks over at Keitel and then looks back at Keandre Miller and just says, no idea. (laughs) <laughs> and the tweet <laughs> the tweet from the Rangers just says, Well, we feel old. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Uh, man, that was uh that was something to think that somebody in their early twenties just has no idea who that is from
2: How is that possible? It still doesn't seem possible to me, but I don't wow. know.
0: The kids I the kids know. today. Kids these days, they just they're they're so lost, you know. Anyway, yeah. uh hey, that was uh an interesting episode. Uh this is what <laughs> happens when we record after ten PM. We get off the rails a bit. So uh thank you all for sticking with us. Uh lots more. Great content coming up here. We are on to training camp. We are on to the preseason. Lots to talk about on soundofhockey.com and on the Sound of Hockey podcast. Thank you again to the three folks that gave us those great five star reviews. Uh, Slapshot 11, I don't know. I'm going to try to put some tweet links in here but i'm not promising anything uh subscribe on stitcher subscribe on spotify subscribe on apple podcasts leave your five-star review on apple podcasts we'll read it on the next show thank you all so much for listening talk to you all next week for episode 156 cheers Just shut my mouth Would I just block it out? I've sworn a million times Never see me left again With that feeling A hopelessness let